Hi and welcome to Boom It's on the Blockchain. We're on the graveyard shift tonight. Obviously no one else is going to be watching this apart from myself and the dangerous Dave Rogers. How's it going, Dave? I think you're mute. I think you've there muted, we go. muted me. There we go. Going well, well going well. Happy to be on the graveyard shift. Get some graveyard shifts. <laughs> Nighttime stacks. We're, we know they're up early in India right now, so it's early morning in India. Good morning. Nothing India. else to do first thing in a Monday morning. You can watch us Sunday night in California. You know, learn a thing or two about the internet. Bored. <laughs> <laughs> no, that you can't say that, Dave. This is an exciting no, show. No, we, we talk about some good stuff. We could talk about some good stuff today. So, so yeah. So today, you know, we'll just crack straight into it as usual. So let's just bring up uh, what we'd like to talk about today. And it is, there was an exciting story that we featured in Energy Tokens, but I'm just going to share this over just now. So it's going to come out. Let's see. And there it is. Blockchain.com um, surpasses 1 trillion in crypto transactions on its platform. Pretty amazing, Dave, really, you know. There's a milestone. Yeah, so for the people out there of not fantastic. Yeah, so the people not aware of like blockchain.com, we'll just take you to their website right now. So this is the website itself. So this is the, I'll go to the top here as well. So you know, so blockchain.com, I think it's been going for you know eight years now. And uh, yeah. it's, well, it's every year the the transactions that's me. Oh, sorry, eight years actually says two thousand eleven on <laughs> on the front page of the website. There, that shows how much I've been paying attention there, Dave. But anyway, for so people out there, this this website now has been going essentially ten years. And the last year alone, I think it is like two hundred billion in transactions. So you can see what it's sort of increasing for there as well. But for the people out there, this is a site that you can come to. It's very easy to set up a crypto wallet and it allows you to buy Bitcoin, Ethereum, Stellar, and numerous other uh, cryptocurrencies there itself. I can just go through here the chart there as well. And then anyone out there is interested, very easy to use, come in there to do it. But to think of a site like this, which is obviously one of the key ones in the industry right now, that it can suddenly now move to a point that they've done over one trillion in transactions. So when right. people start to think about, you know, is cryptocurrency here to stay? Is the blockchain the future that we talk about on this uh, show and other podcasts? And then suddenly, you know, that probably the number one website, Bitcoin.com is another key one as well, run by Roger Ver and the guys over there, you know, and that's the number one site probably for buying Bitcoin. But this one itself, blockchain.com, one trillion in transactions. Pretty is, amazing stuff, Dave. Yeah, since 2012, the article says this accounts for about a third of all the transactions uh, on the public Bitcoin blockchain. So that's amazing. These guys are, we've got a valuation right now of 5.2 billion and, 5 more than 500, and more than 500 million in venture funding from the yeah. be uh, best macro investors in the world. So yeah, that. That's fantastic. So, I mean, that's just, that's one third. So, that is amazing, you know? Bitcoin, yeah, 
here to stay. So you just we'll, we'll pop to energy tokens. I don't know if we've got quite yet the five point two billion dollar <laughs> valuation, Dave. But you know, we'll give it a, a couple more years in the moment. We're on the curve. We're on the We're curve. On the curve. <laughs> We're going to be like scooping things in. I don't mind coming second to those guys, by the way. You know. <laughs> yeah, they're paving the but, way you know, a little bit. Yeah, but that, that brings us into like other things that is interesting there as well. So, you know, the other website that I'd want to speak about over there that, you know, I've got an account with is Kraken. Now, we spoke about the Kraken Bank before. You know, Shep's not with us today. It's obviously the graveyard shift's not good for Shep. You know, I mean, he likes to be in, tucked up in his bed nice and early, you know, it's, yeah. um, and then he'll be joining us during the week. But, you know, what the Kraken Bank is the first uh, regulated digital bank. We spoke about it previous shows, but it's so easy to use. So I've set up an account with these guys as well. You can download it from App Store, Google Play, etc. And then again, it allows you to just have your bank hooked it directly into this website. So it actually is a bank itself. You can get bank cards, things like that as well. Got all the information for that. Look, it's got all this like how to buy Bitcoin. You know, it's just, it's so easy for you to actually set up. So for you to do this would be, you can just log into the site. You can set up your account. You can essentially, it does an API from your bank account. So every mainstream or, you know, I always saw them high street banks in Scotland, but you know, you, what do you call high street banks over here, Dave? High street banks, that's not what they're called here. I don't know. It just you know the main banks like Bank of America, right? Chase, right, right. You know, main, main, um, main street banks, maybe main street banks. High street. Well, in Scotland we call it high street banks because there's a high street, which is the main street in the town. That's where all the banks are based. You know what I mean? So it's, right, right, everything's right. logical in Scotland. You know what I mean? Just sounds weird when you tell <laughs> Americans about it. You know, it's a bit like pavement rather than sidewalk. If you think about it, in Scotland it's called the pavement. Doesn't actually make sense, does it? Pavement. <laughs> <laughs> pavement is actually the street here. Pavement is just the material. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah. So sidewalk. On the pavement. You could be walking yeah. right down the middle of the street. Yeah, you're walking on the side, so it's the sidewalk. You know what I mean? So it's like, right. you know, it, it does make sense, I suppose, more in America. Have to explain things easier for the American audience, <laughs> otherwise they wouldn't follow directions like they do in Scotland. You know, common sense is the name of the game there. But you know, you think about cracking banks. So the way this is set up is that your bank just API straight into it. So suddenly, if you want to buy anything through Kraken, you open an account, you just re register on here, you'll be able to register with your um, driver's license. Um, you go in there, it just hooks you up. Your bank basically just does an API directly into it. And then you download the app. And then what you're able to do is you can actually just go in there and then you can buy all these different types of cryptocurrencies. So it's similar to the other one. Let's look at the prices itself. It'll come up with the ones that they've got listed onto their platform. Obviously, Bitcoin in the top is at 47,000. It broke 50,000 briefly, but you know, it's sort of wavering anywhere between sort of 46 to 50 at the moment. It's been doing that for the last couple of weeks. But really what it's doing is, it's got all the other sort of cryptocurrencies that are coming down there. An interesting one that you actually see that comes down there, there is, that's a stable coin. That's actually backed against the dollar. So Cardano, that's the other one that they're talking about that could end up being as big as essentially Ethereum. So they've come out with developments to theirs as well. Solano is another one that's coming out. But you can look at the valuations as well. So it's interesting. You can see that you know Bitcoin itself is now valued at 897 billion. Ethereum, 
395 billion. And then we're looking at Solano, a big drop down to like 75 billion. So these are the valuations of each of the different cryptocurrencies. So not all of these necessarily, you know, obviously Bitcoin has been accepted as legal tender, right? In, in some countries already. No um, exactly. And so, you know, but some of these others are up and coming. So is this more of a, you know, rather than it being a, um, a, a conversion tool or, you know, it, this is actually, you're actually able to transact on here. So this is yeah yeah you can see the top. They said they've got prices of eighty nine assets, so there'll be eighty nine right. available. So you know every week there's a new one that gets listed on the, with this as well. See what we'll be doing is ours is a security token, so it's different from cryptocurrencies. So they're asset backed tokens. So none of these none of these cryptocurrencies will ever pay any form of dividend. What ours will be is once it's listed. And it's making money in terms of a security token, so the Zion Energy token or other tokens we develop and go live on the energy tokens platform. You know, as they produce oil or as it produces electricity, if it's a wind farm or a wind token, solar farm, tokenized fund, depends how they're structured. You know, it, because it's an asset back that actually generates income, then all the token holders will start to get, you know, distributions, it's called. But it's, essentially, it's a dividend. You know, but they, it, but again, it's using similar type technology. But that, well, that's the security token. You know, the information is going through a transfer agent. It will be sold back and forward through a broker dealer. These are all sort of SEC regulated. So there is, a, you know, there is the differences. We speak about cryptocurrencies and security tokens. And, you know, once the ATS goes live, that's when we'll be able to switch on the, the, the back end piece of our platform and be able to show people on that. We can start demo it as well, Dave. I think maybe we should do another demo session to show the, the viewers what it actually looks like. But you'll be able to see the, the similarities in terms of how these things work and how user friendly it actually is. But, you know, the, the crack in that space that Wyoming and it's the first uh, regulated a digital bank in America, you know, so it's pretty amazing. So we talked about asset-backed tokens, and we talked about things like Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. Um, we didn't talk about NFTs much. Are NFTs, do they have a platform for... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there's, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of NFT platforms there as well. So maybe I could um, bring one up to have a look at it. Just to... But... Just to just to reiterate, NFT is a non-fungible token. So that is not necessarily, it's more reserved for like art, right? You can take a piece of art yeah, so it's, or, it's, so... or something personal, you know, that you have and you can tokenize it and then put it out there. And, and it's, it's almost like an eBay type of thing. I mean, you could have, you know, all kinds of folks bidding on it. And uh, I, I've seen people, you know, or, or read stories about people who have tokenized, you know, um, you know, things from the internet, just, you know, you, you know, uh, these, these gifts and, and whatnot, or, or, uh, you know, you know, when, when something, you know, bizarre happens on the internet and, and then there's a, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, there was a woman that did it. There was a oh, memes memes. So there's a woman who, who had a meme of herself. It's a very popular meme. It's well known if you see it. These are images on the internet and they're usually, you know, thrown into a conversation or, you know, to, to kind of evoke a, mo a mood for whatever it is you're talking about. But she took this meme uh, because her picture's in it and it's very fa famous. And, and 
um, she tokenized it and she got hundreds of thousands of dollars. She sold that uh, essentially, you know, a piece of, you know, intellectual property that had belonged to her. Yeah. So, so if you think of, and then the difference for people out there to sort of basically explain it, it would be an NFT, as you said, Dave's a non-fungible token. So it's not interchangeable with other tokens like that. So if you think about uh, like the US dollar would be a fungible token. So I've got $5 and you've got five ones. I can swap my $5 note for your five ones mm -hmm. and they can exchange. And that's essentially a fungible token, you know, if people try to understand that. And that's what you can do with cryptocurrencies as well. But when right. you come to these NFTs, non-fungible tokens then, so essentially you can't actually swap the NFT for another NFT. You know, there right. needs to be a medium of exchange between them. So right. then therefore, if one of these pieces of artwork gets tokenized and becomes its own NFT, what it's able to do is you can sort of track the life cycle. So what the blockchain shows is the ownership of this NFT. So this piece of art, this NFT, you know, you could maybe try and pull that story up we're looking for right now, Dave. Yeah. You know, so it's so for people thinking about that, you know, essentially that's what it's what it is. So if you think of the US dollars, fungible tokens, interchangeable. NFT non-fungible token is unique. Now, how does this benefit what's happening with the art? So, you know, if somebody converts the, uh, a piece of art into an NFT, so they, they actually have the ownership of this. Now, what's the benefit of the artist? Well, you know, automatically, if it, you know, it creates a bidding war for this. It allows you to globally promote it itself, but it does track the ownership. And then if you've got it that you own this NFT, it's actually on a blockchain and they show that you have the ownership of this. Now, when you sell that piece of art onwards to someone else, which you can do, and then you can receive mm -hmm. that. So say you were doing it in Ethereum and then convert it to US dollars. Quite often they've got it set up now that the artist can actually put something into the original smart contract, which it's got it set up to do, that they'll always get maybe a recurring fee on every time it changes hands of anywhere from right. like zero to two and a half percent. They can set it up any way you want. But if you start to think about that as well, that's a different way of doing it. And then what will happen is like musicians, rather than having to go to record labels, things like that, they'll be able to say, obviously they're good ones. They'll be able to say, you know, I'm, I'm gonna make this piece of music. It's gonna go out there as well. Anyone else can buy in on a fractional interest in my NFT piece of music. And as the royalties get paid out, depending on what your percentages, you can start seeing percentages in the royalties. So what might happen over the next coming number of years is the way the music industry operates with art, it'll give a lot more strength to the artists, a lot more than they did before, you know? So it's uh, so that's key in terms of what they're able to do because they're not going to be dictated by the, the record label. Yes, you, you know, the upcoming guys are still going to do that. But once you become a major artist, you know, essentially you'll be able to sell the next song before you've even, you know, made it. And then people can buy in and have ownership on it. And you can get in royalty statements of this as well, you know. So it's, and it, it changes it in so many different ways. And it, and it does create this fractional ownership. So that's what's so interesting about sort of NFTs as well. The other site that I was wanting to show, and I'll put it back up just now. Let's have a look is um, 
There we go, Dave. I don't know if everyone can see that, but this what this website's Coinbase. So Coinbase came out there. This is essentially it's uh, been traded now in the markets. Um, you know, you'll see them in the news a lot now as well because of the likes of Coinbase, Kraken, um, you know, Blockchain.com. Essentially, people trying to buy Bitcoin now in America without the government knowing about it is very, very difficult. You know, so that piece of it, yes, it's anonymous, but if you're going through Kraken Bank, you're going through, uh, you know, <clears throat> uh, Coinbase, then essentially the government's going to be able to be aware of the, the information going back and forward or the SEC, or essentially when you sell these um, cryptocurrencies, etc., you know, and you make a profit from it, then you will be tax liabilities because essentially it's an asset. And these are all asset classes. You'll be able to see at the top of all these different ones. You know, digital currencies keep track in one place. You know, we've got this many assets trading on our platform. And, you know, and that's the that's what's actually happening. So people start to understand the technology coming in and this fear of this technology itself. It's it's becoming more and more regulated all the time. I, yeah. I see Dave's actually got this uh, article here. Let me just see if we can just... Uh, this was the article I was referring to. Or this <clears throat> this particular meme, for example, is very, very well known on the internet, Disaster Girl, right? It looks kind of ironic. Like this little girl's pose, like she's almost like she was responsible for the disaster <laughs> that's going on behind her. But the this girl that's in this picture is much older now. This was taken when she was four years old. She converted this. Uh, for tokens and, and made an NFT out of it, and it sold for a half a million dollars. Wow! Amazing, amazing, and it's just you know just this picture that it's it's it you know these are things that you see on the internet. They're very well known, you know, they're very popular, and because people know them, and you know it's a touchstone, you know they put value on them, you know, and it's amazing, you know. Anyway, just uh, just wanted to kind of share that with you pretty amazing mm -hmm. how you well, can create a, you know take a piece of personal property and if you can get enough you know if it's if it you know catches the zeitgeist of the moment or, you know and people are interested in it you could you could really you know make a play off that so pretty cool yeah what was that picture we had in the background there dave oh uh, that was um lake hodges not too far from where i live mm -hmm. oh, so perfect. yeah do, do some nice. do some hiking up around there that's um, that's actually a morning shot. In the morning, you get a really a nice blue that comes up off that off that that's water the there. there. Uh, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Day, actually. You know, and, that, yeah. and this is California, ladies and gentlemen. It looks great. But yeah, here's the here's the website I wanted to actually bring up. It's called OpenSea. So let's bring this one here. So this is like if you're an artist out there, this is the most reputable site there that you want to sell your art on it as well. So this is where people can go. So you can see all the different ones that are coming in there. So if we have a look to see, and this is the sort of different ones. So the official Woody passport collection. So this is him coming in there. So he's got three items out there. He's got 2,600, two points, oh, 2,600 yeah. owners of his NFTs. The volume that's been traded so far is 562 Ethereum. And now Ethereum is trading at $3,300, Dave, you know. So this person is actually doing all right there as well. So, and if we have a look at 
This is Woody's Mint Passport. Let's see what happens here. So, and then what you can actually see is it the trading of the unit prices that are going back and forward. See? So there's yeah, the listing yeah. prices that goes by. There's the different people buying them, right? Right. And then they're coming, if we go further down, and again, there's the offers that are coming in. That are looking there, and they're from different people that are coming in, and they're actually buying and holding the artwork itself, you know? And then you can come in to see who's there. And you can see it passing hands further down. So you can see there it's going from this person to that person, and that's gone 18 minutes ago, and that's coming in at point forward of an Ethereum. So everything's priced in Ethereum on this thing. So if you're selling your art for one Ethereum, then you're getting $3,300 equivalent for this. So again, you know, this is how it's starting to work. So everything, and this is why the Ethereum network's so powerful, because essentially this is just a use case for Ethereum with NFTs. And this is the whole thing being priced on that. So OpenSea is the number one um, uh, platform, certainly in America, for people who are looking to sell their art, collect art. I'll maybe pop the stats on as well in terms of doing that. You know, it's just like you can look at the volume. Look at that. Art blocks curated. The volume that they've done in the last, is that the last 24 hours? Or is that no? I think, no, it's the last seven days. Yeah, look at that. That's, that's sixteen thousand Ethereum. You know, over thirty-nine thousand two hundred twenty assets. And there's CryptoPunks. That's the one a lot of people see about and have been hearing about as well. So again, the volume that that's going. There's ten thousand assets. There's three thousand one hundred owners of the asset. Right. The volume that there is coming in. That's the last seven days. If we do this at all time. So people can start to understand there's crypto punks at the top. That's why it's so big. So look at the volume that they've actually sold through NFTs over that period of all time. So that's 501,000 times 3,300, Dave. Get your calculator hat onto that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, you know, if it that's was three, amazing. you know. So what can, like, I'm wondering, as a fractional interest holder, what does that allow you to do? No, the person's buying the art outright. Right. You actually own all of this art piece. But what happens is it keeps changing hands, you know? Right. So if you have a look at, so this one here, this is this the first one? So this is it like, so the price, you look, the price of this has gone back 2017. And then number one sale, they've only done sales, let's see. And then suddenly... It's just going up with that. So you can see, it because I show the offers and stuff. So I'll just show the prices as it goes back. Oh, there it goes further down. So five months ago, this this was actually sold for twenty two, nearly 23 Ethereum, right? From them to, to, to Punk there five months ago. And then just before that, it sold from them to them. See? Yep. So this one's going. So this person's going there. You know what I mean? So it's, it's going back. So you can see, so you can actually track through an NFT on a blockchain, you can track the ownership. So this is where the people will actually know the ownership's going back and forward. So, and then as it goes back and forward, you can see originally this piece of artwork four years ago was worth 0 0.46 Ethereum. Now, mm. Ethereum back four years ago, if you wanted to get a price type thing, it was definitely a lot less than $3,000. But look right. what's happened over that period of time. Now it's worth 23 Ethereum. 
you know? So this, this believe it or not, that the initial CryptoPunk one, 23 Ethereum times essentially 4,000, Dave, you know, it's probably the price of your house. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Which is, it's amazing. And this is like this technology. And like, it seemed to everyone out there, how can it be like this? But the value in that piece is the first one that's come out from CryptoPunk. You know, right. essentially going through 501,000 Ethereum, you know. Right. So if you're starting to look at the calculator for that, and you can see other bits of artwork. So everything that essentially the CryptoPunks are now putting out, you know, people are looking to buy them. Look, this one here is 95 Ethereum. It sold one time, one sale. So this is one person bought this for 95 Ethereum, you know. Wow. So that's, you know, you're looking at just shy of 300,000 Yeah, a little over a quarter. 300,000. Uh, you know, that's worth now $300,000. Price of a Lamborghini. <laughs> like the top of the range one, you know what I mean? Which is like, you're like oh, that's just ridiculous. Uh, some it's, of this is... Like, they're the first, yeah, the, the first case. First people to do this. Yeah, yeah. So it becomes like what's happening with it. But as it becomes more and more popular and increases right. there as well, you know, crypto launches a fixed set of 10,000 items in mid-2007, right? And became one of the inspirations of the ERC-721 standard. They're featured in places like the New York Times, Christie's of London, Art, uh, uh, Basel, Miami, and the BBS Hour show as well. So people should actually read about CryptoPunks. So they've obviously limited what's actually available there as well. So if you own one of these, like owning any piece of artwork, because there's a limited amount of it, essentially if people seem to want it more, it's going to go up. You know, it's like a famous artist once they die. You know, so it's um, they, they can't create any more paintings. So, it, you know, it's just going to go up and up and up in terms of prices. So that's it as well. There's, there's talk of me doing my own NFT, actually, Dave, you know, but we'll leave that for the next show itself. No, seriously. Excellent. Excellent. Seriously. Yeah. So, it's, so it's, um, so, you know, so, but that's interesting. We'll keep talking about the different platforms going forward and different things there and trying to bring this information to it. We'd quite like to get some people come on there who are actually, um, you know, who are creating NFTs out with myself, obviously, Dave, you know, bit of an artist myself back in the day. But, um, you know, I just want to do it to understand technology more and it fits in with what I'm doing in terms of uh, how we're developing the, the platform and understanding what's out there in terms of the blockchain space. You know, if we go back to the, the original article that we actually talked about, you know, one thing I wanted to show before we go into the final part of the, the podcast today, Dave, is oh, we'll do this one so we're both in it. So it's this is the uh, so this is my uh, LinkedIn for anyone out there. You know, this is where I'm actually pushing a, a lot of it. But we set up our own LinkedIn newsletter, and look, we've got three thousand three hundred and thirty nine subscribers. So it's starting to pick up. So if you're sitting there with blockchain right. news, you know, we only charge four Ethereum per release. <laughs> <laughs> And that gets you on all our platforms. <laughs> no, no, it depends what you do. We're looking to publish a lot of content anyway, everybody. So you should get early. But these are the people who are all subscribing to our, you know, our different platform coming from all over the world now. So it's great that this is coming through. And, you know, in LinkedIn, I've just got over 24,000 followers on it. So everything we do that's on the platform 
we're sharing across LinkedIn. And it's key as we're starting to grow that there as well. But this is just randomly people coming in. You can see everybody, you know, um, this is Freelancer India, Third Connection. So all these people aren't actually connected to me personally, Dave. These are just people who are following what we're talking about as well. So it's interesting to see that what we've developed here, and you'll be able to see all our different, oh, look, there's, there's someone else. We're up to 3,400 actually, Dave, just when we're talking. You know, so that's pretty exciting. Not quite one trillion, everybody. <laughs> give us but, time. You know, give us gotta time. Start some, it's got to start somewhere, Dave. And then, you know, this is our last podcast we did speaking about um, the energy tokenization. There's Shep with a funny moustache on and there's uh, Nicki Minaj. You know, so and then as we go through, you'll see all the different press releases that we do. And this is all our media and these articles all feature on our website as well. So if you actually come into this, if you come in there, it'll take you back to the news section of Energy Tokens and the Energy Tokens place where there's a hub as well. So we've got the newsletter developed and then we've got the, the pop up for the subscribing for people to join our newsletter to follow with Energy Tokens is going to be available on that as well. So that's all pretty exciting stuff, though, Dave, you know, so... I think just to round things off this evening, let's just pop into our favorite part of the show, Dave. You know, and today, uh, yeah. no, today, honestly, Dave, today I'm going to be uh, completely in Italy. Good. You know, we're not going to speak about Afghanistan. We're not going to speak about Nicki Minaj. <laughs> we are going to speak about, let me bring this up today. Um, let's see. Here we go. France decries duplicity in US-Australia nuclear submarine deal as crisis continues. And look, here's some, I think this French guy's not very, French ambassador to Australia. I wonder if we could actually listen to him. I don't think we can listen to this platform anyway. I like how he's got his mask on. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, he's getting recalled back to France from there as well. So, you know, this is making the mainstream news essentially everywhere right now you know he's obviously waiting for the flight i don't know who that woman is that's speaking to him but you know he's just uh this is him leaving australia so you know what's happened is that the uk the us and australia have joined some new little tri-pack that they're now setting up uh, or they're going to be essentially building nuclear submarines down in australia, australia. yeah for australia for essentially for additional um, protection because they believe that, you know, the Chinese military are reaching further and further out in that region of the world. And why are the French so mad about it, you know? Well, I don't know. There's Miley Cyrus actually doing a skin ad, but we'll leave that <laughs> on for anyone else watching this point as well, you know? Everyone's doing uh, trying to make as much money as possible. But... Um, We'll just leave the rest of the adverts and CNBC coming in as we speak about this, Dave. But, you know, why is the French so mad? So essentially, I started doing a bit of a dive to find a little bit about it. But the French would essentially earmarked $37 billion worth of submarine building contracts for Australia. And this has now been scrapped. And the UK and uh, the US are now going to be building these submarines for them. Right. So it's not it's not because of any kind of military alliance. It's because a deal that they had had got scuttled because of this new arrangement. And yeah, so now, and they, they're, they, now they're pulling all of, you know, their ambassadors yeah, they, and yeah, expelling ours. 
Yeah, and I think what the other thing that's actually happening that's um, they weren't happy about is, you know, it was one of those ones where they find out in the newspapers. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> like Afghanistan. Before that, Afghanistan, where did you that's find right. out of that? It's on CNA. <laughs> Spit your coffee out. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. What about our guys there? So that type of, you know, the, the old uh, strategy whereby – Biden and that's not really informing people in going forward some of the foreign policy and that. But, you know, this was it seems a bit like, you know, we're not building the nuclear submarines whereby, you know, we're building the start of nuclear submarines. So I'm not happy about that. You know, at the end of the day, do we need to keep building lots of nuclear submarines, you know? Right. So um, it seems to be a pretty good business at $37 billion a contract. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That South Pacific is getting to be a hotbed too. And, you know, it's just, it, it's, it's just the international relations, things like that as well. So, but that to me, that's like a key story that you'll keep developing there as well. So don't expect to get any good, cheap French wine in America right now. You know, <laughs> the French are quite vindictive when it, I like, the, I love the French, by the way. You know, I mean, it's, the French and the Scottish have the common enemy of the English. That's why we love them so much. <laughs> Honestly, I love the French. You meet a French person, you say you're Scottish, they love you and we love them back. You know what I mean? So in some ways, I'm not very happy with that, you know, because I always like seeing the French do well, you know. But sure, not, and then plus, when the French aren't happy about stuff, remember that. Remember they did they did a big thing about America before in the past, and they start, you know, was it the Americans start pouring French wine down the drain, or was it the French <laughs> was pouring American wine down the drain? You know, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's another. Yeah. It's just another blip on the radar, though. Like you said, politics. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. next it, week it, it'll be something different. Next week will be something exactly. different as well. Plus, you know, we we can't just talk about COVID every weekend in June the cut, you know. Right. So <laughs> any other news out there, we'll just try and put it in there. So, And then the other thing you've got to think about is nuclear energy, you know, because the one thing, if we're going to go or be able to cut carbon emissions, nuclear has to play its part. You know, right now, over 10% of the world's um, energy comes from nuclear power right now, yep. you know. And in terms of, there's more nuclear power than renewable energy. So right. hydropower is number one. So that's the, the, the number one green right, right. energy power there. So hydropower from dams, if people want to do that as well. So the dams creates the energy. And number two is nuclear. So I know we're all right into our solar and wind. And really, but in going forward, the problem is, it's the mining of the uranium, Dave. They can't really do that. That is, you know, it's... It's a lot of fossil fuels and stuff like that that's used in mining of uh, uranium. Right. And then the problem is there's, you know, there's problems with that in itself. And then, again, it's the nuclear waste. It's like what happens right. to the nuclear waste at the end of this as well. And that's two of the problems. But if you think of a place like France, which is the number one is, I think it's the number one country in the world for nuclear power. Mm -hmm. And it's certainly number one in Europe, whereby 70 percent of energy in France comes from nuclear power. Right. Which is totally incredible to any other country you can think of, you know. So and then all our nuclear power stations in the UK were all built by the French, you know. So it's. Um, and, it, so, and, you know, there's a safety issue, too. People are concerned. They don't you know. Nobody wants one of those you know nuclear power plants in their backyard. Um, but there are better ways to build those plants, too. Um, I mean, we've been building them the same way. 
you know, for, for decades now. And, and there are now new plans coming out and, and new ways to build them so that they'll be safer. There's, you know, putting them down subterranean, the plant itself, you know, so that, you know, to eliminate any kind of fallout if there's an accident, things like that. So there's yeah, ways we can Japan, do things Japan was, because your wife's Japanese, Dave, it's just like, what was the big uh, nuclear disaster the with Fukushima the, power, the Fukushima power plant? Yeah, they had their it was a tsunami, their wasn't it? A tsunami wave that just took the whole thing out, wasn't it? The, yeah, the seawall I think um, wasn't wasn't high enough, and, but yeah, it yeah, the tsunami came in, tsunami came in and, and essentially flooded the place. Yeah, and then Japan so, and base and they closed down all the nuclear power, and yeah. they started to uh, open up all the coal plants. So right. and so Japan's the same, you know, so number one importer in the world for coal right now is China, obviously. Uh, but number two in the world now is Japan. And that's obviously not a long term fix, but but after the big nuclear power disaster there, they yeah, went no short term fix coal power plants. That coal that we own in Pike County, Dave. If there's any Japanese out there that are looking for some coal, look no further. <laughs> Shane and I bought that. We bought that. We'll ship it over to them on a nuclear submarine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shane and I went down to Pike County. We didn't actually want to buy a coal plant, by the way. You know, and that's absolutely outrageous. You're out buying coal. You know, we own a lot of coal, Dave, but we actually bought it for the mineral rights in the reserves. Right. Came and we bought it off as geologist, you know? Yeah. So he sold it because of oil. But when we got there, it was pretty funny because when we got there, you know, she, and we just passed through Springfield on the way there. And then we got <laughs> to the place and like, honestly, all the grass is beautiful, luscious green down in that part of Indiana, Illinois, yeah, you know? Yeah. And apart from the bit that we bought, which was like bright yellow. <laughs> 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 and then Shane goes, oh, "Is there a nuclear power spill here in Springfield?" What have you just bought, Al? But then it basically, the guy told us. So it was a it was a land coal mine that was actually filled in with water, made into a reservoir, and then um, but it still has all the coal that's there as well. So you know. Um, it's always handy. Rights. So if anyone needs an extra couple of bags of coal at Christmas for their fire, you know, look no further. Zion Energy. They're stocking. We're stocking. <laughs> we sell it. In, we sell it in Ethereum to everyone out there. And it's also part of our Zion tokenized fund. You know, we've our Zion platform. tokenized fund the portfolio. Yeah, the portfolio, as we say, Dave, we've got the oil in there, but we've also got a, a coal plant, you know, and a lot of people out there think we're not actually doing anything with it and we wouldn't be selling it here. But, you know, you never know where the future holds. And, you know, it's the way asset. China's burning through coal, it's an asset for the company and we can yeah. always ship it out there. And then, you know, if, if Dave's struggling for a job in five years from now, we can always stick Dave back down the mines. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, retired, so just part-time. Part time, part time. It'll be all AI automation. It'll be Dave and four four thousand terminators, robots. Uh. <laughs> yeah, terminators. <laughs> the terminators will be needing a job. Arnold, they'll look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know, so right, I'm going to Photoshop money. up one of those terminators. With yeah, yeah. Be, four thousand terminator Daves <laughs> shipping out to Japan. 
<laughs> the Japanese, all that. Japanese don't like everybody know they're the second biggest importer of coal. So that's why I always talk about it, you know. But, you know, I, I love the Japanese as well, Dave. You know, and they're great people, you know. I lo love their golf, you know what I mean? That's the best thing. Yeah. Anyway, well, that's been great. We spoke a little bit about the platform, a little bit about blockchain.com. You know, it's absolutely great to be involved in the industry. And, you know, these guys are essentially leading the way for the industry. You know, as far as I'm concerned, they're the number one out there, Dave. You know, and a trillion dollars through their platform is absolutely fantastic. And it right. just shows people that this is going to become mainstream, everybody. You know, one trillion dollars through one platform. Yeah, it's the biggest one. Then we went and had a look at NFTs, what's happening there. Yeah. Looked at CryptoPunks, OpenSea, how this is all getting traded in Ethereum. If you're an yeah. artist, it, you, this could be the future for you. Start learning about it now. If you're a good one, this is the, this is a great way forward. And that OpenSea website, the reason I picked that, it's the most trustworthy out there, you know, so yeah. less likely to get then, ripped off from that. And then obviously Kraken, Coinbase. Yeah, nuclear submarines and the, the coal in Pike County, Dave, you know, you know, it's it's made its way through to the end of the uh, chewing the cuds um, graveyard shift. <laughs> good, good, good podcast, man. Good podcast. I think we, I think we touched all the bases tonight. <laughs> All the bases and and some of the bases that people don't even want to know about, you know. <laughs> right. yeah. Thank you to Miley Cyrus. <laughs> yeah, I'm Miley Cyrus. Well, we give you some free advertising, Miley Cyrus. You know, that's it. We didn't actually mean to put it on there. So if you're looking for a new skin cream, Miley's Miley, <laughs> Miley's Miley's the best person to go to right now. You know, so that's it. it looks quite good anywhere. Skin's looking good. Not quite as All right, perfect as podcast, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, we'll, we'll be sponsored by my NFT shortly, Dave. You know, that'll be the first one. There you go. So there you go. So, well, thanks very much then, Dave. Appreciate you coming here late on a Sunday night. So to all our friends out in India who've tuned in, we've seen a, a couple of Indian people actually watching the show. So, you know, they're most of my favorite people out there as well, then, Dave, you know. So That's thanks very much. You've been watching Boom, It's on the Blockchain. Good My night. name's Alison Davis. That's Dave Rogers. Have a nice day.